Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over why being honest and why honesty is the best policy in your business. I'll give you some examples and some reasons why you should be honest and some of the ways that could pay off in your business. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. In this day and age, it's really hard to find someone who is honest, someone with integrity. Integrity basically means you're a whole person. You're the same wherever you're at, at home, at work, at church, and you're a whole person. Basically, you don't compartmentalize things and you can't have this little pocket of dishonesty here while you're working and then have this other pocket here at home. And this is human nature because it's easier to lie, I think, in a lot of cases or tell a white lie or half-truth than to be honest with people. I'll give you some examples here. These are two big blunders by me. And the first one is I let a dog out at one of my service accounts. I didn't know the dog was there because they were like dog sitting someone else's dog. And so I was familiar with the regular dog that was there. So it never runs out the gate. I always leave it open when I go in there. It's an Australian Shepherd. It's no problem with that dog. So I open the gate, it never runs out. And I open the gate. And lo and behold, there was another dog there. I didn't even know it was there. But by the time I shut that gate, that dog had got out and was just gone. I didn't even know which direction it ran. It went so fast. So I had a choice. I could either just, I mean, close the gate and pretend nothing happened. After all, there were no cameras there. No one saw this except me. Or I can call the owner and say I let the dog out, which I ended up doing. I debated for about 10 seconds, you know, what would be the best thing to do. So I text the owner saying, hey, I didn't know you had a dog back here that you were dog sitting. It got out and I think it ran this way. And, you know, sorry about that. So he texts back saying, no problem. I'm going to, you know, let them know and we're going to go look for it. And they found the dog like two hours later. And it was a happy ending to the story. But I did hesitate because for me to make that, to send that message is really tough. Because, I, I mean, if the dog were to get hit by a car or something would have happened to it, that would have it would have been my fault. But then again, if I never text them or never let them know and the dog was hit or killed and you know they asked me, hey, did you see a dog back here when you were here the service day? I mean that could get ugly also. Then I have to, you know, tell another lie on top of that. And so that's why honesty is better because then you're not having the layer lie upon lie and you just come clean. I mean, it was an accident and they knew that I didn't know there was a dog back there. They didn't tell me. So it was kind of like one of those things where they probably should have told me, but they didn't. And that happened. The other one was when I was cleaning a filter and I've told the story a couple times and it was a 4000 series filter with the back wash valve on the bottom. And this can happen a lot with this filter. And I'm sure when they had 
the 2000 series filters. A lot of cool guys probably did this a lot too. But when I finished cleaning the filter, I had it on backwash because the handle's on the bottom of the filter and it's kind of hard sometimes to tell which direction is which. The label fades and you can't remember if you closed it or not. Anyway, so I left the back left it in backwash mode, charged the filter up with DE. Then I saw the P-trap water coming out of it after I started the system and realized that I had left it in backwash mode. Then I turned it back, turned it off, put it in filter mode. And of course, if it was in backwash mode, when I added the D to the pool, that means that all the D went inside the grids. And then when I put it back in pool mode, all the D came out of the grids back into the return lines and the whole pool started turning this cloudy white color. What made it worse, What well, two things made it worse. One, the customer was back there gardening at the time, like working in her flower bed. And two, it was a black bottom pool. So this looked really terrible. The whole pool started turning white. And of course, she said, what happened? And I just basically told her when I was cleaning the filter, I accidentally left the valve open when I put the D in. I don't want to go into too much detail. It's hard to explain exactly the process. So I just told her I left one valve open an accident. So all the D went into the pool. It'll settle down. I told her in about two hours, I'll come back and vacuum it out. And she just looked at me and said, okay, not a problem. So again, this is one of those things where I could have said, you know, oh, there's a problem with the filter. I'll come back and look at it and see if I can solve it. But I just told her what happened. It was one of those spur of the moment things. And I just let her know right there on the spot that I goofed. So this policy of honesty definitely builds character. And the customers start to trust you the more honest you are with them. I've had customers leave their back door open for me to get inside the house to check out their automated system. And I think the reason why that is is because I've developed this character of honesty and they can see it. And if you develop this by being honest, it definitely is going to pay off. Another way this pays off is when you're trying to sell something to a customer, I'm honest with them. You know, like when a customer has a pool and I want that service account or I'm bidding that account, they don't have an automatic cleaner. I tell them straight out that, you know what, I really don't take pools without automatic cleaners because it really slows me down when I have to vacuum the pool every week. With an automatic cleaner, the pool stays cleaner for you. It's swim ready every day, and I don't have to vacuum the pool every time I'm here. I'll just spot vacuum when needed. And this saves me a lot of time out there, and that's why I can do X amount of pools per hour. And if I take on your pool without a cleaner, it's going to slow me down. So to be honest with you, I can sell you an automatic cleaner at cost, and I'll take on your account, but I really don't take on accounts without automatic cleaners for that reason, because right now with the inflation, with the high cost of fuel and everything, I need to do something that would speed up my day and also bring in the same amount of income for me. And so in that case, if you're willing to purchase an automatic cleaner for your pool, I can drop it in and I'll install it at no charge and I'll sell it to you at the cost I get it at, then I can take on your account and I can bring it onto my service route no problem. And usually the customer will understand that. They'll thank me for my honesty and they'll come on the service and allow me to purchase an automatic cleaner. Here's another one that I often use when I get to a pool where there's a lot of trees that haven't been trimmed in a while that are making the pool messy. I'll tell the customer, you know, to be honest with you, I like your account. I like your pool. You're a great customer. You pay on time. But one of the things that's causing a lot of trouble or issues is the trees. They're dropping a lot of debris into the pool. And I really suggest that you get them trimmed for a number of reasons. Number one, for safety. If there's a big windstorm, the tree could blow over. And number two, it'll make the pool a lot easier to maintain. 
and it won't use as many chemicals and it, it's one of those things where the pool is going to look a lot better once you trim the trees. So if you're not able to trim the trees for financial reasons, I understand that. I just have to let you know that I can no longer do your account after this month because of the extra time it cost me because of the extra debris in the pool. So I hope you understand that and hopefully we can come to some kind of arrangement and maybe you can have the trees trimmed and that would really help the look of the pool during the week out a lot and help me out as I service the pool. And that usually is accepted really well and the customer realizes that yes, they've been neglecting their tree trimming and most of them can afford to have the trees trimmed. And that is one of the things that by being honest with them and letting them know, instead of kind of like grinning and bearing it and every week just being frustrated there, just have that honest conversation with the customer. The same thing if the gardener is blowing everything into the pool and you get there and the pool is trashed. I always tell the customers, and I'm really good about this and cordial, I don't throw the gardener under the bus. I just say, I noticed that the pool is full of debris every week from the blowers and the landscaper. And if you could ask him to be more careful and not blow everything into the pool, because what happens is that the system gets clogged up, the skimmer basket and pump basket, the pool's not running correctly, and this could lead to some damage of the equipment. And I understand that they're in a rush and they can't be super careful sometimes, but if they could put the blowers on low around the pool and maybe point them away from the pool, that would be a great help to me as I clean the pool every week. The pool's going to look better during the week before I get here. And it's going to keep the system from having any kind of problems. And usually by the next week or two, the gardener is much more careful. He's using the blower and low around the pool and the problem is solved. But I don't just not say anything. I don't get frustrated. And I certainly wouldn't tell the customer that the gardener is careless. And uh, I mean, he's not careless. He's just in a rush. And I understand perfectly that to, you know, walk at an angle and blow it the other direction on low takes more time. And so just be honest with the customer and let them know that the gardener is leaving a mess for you and some of the reasons why this is bad for the pool and why it's bad for you because you're spending extra time cleaning up something that shouldn't be in the pool. Here's one that I've used this season, particularly because of the high price of the chemicals. And I have to prep the customers because they pay for the tablets. And it's a kind of a sticker shock for the customers because they usually don't need tablets every year, every other year, or maybe every 18 months. So a lot of them weren't familiar with the price increase from 2021. And so the conversation went similar to this. I'm going to buy tablets for you, but I have to let you know that in the industry, we have inflation of over 100%. That means that last time you bought tablets, it was $120 for a 50-pound bucket. And I really hate to tell you this, but the price of a 35-pound bucket of the tablets is actually $240. And you're getting less tablets, I know, and you're paying twice the price. There's really not much I can do about it because it's just the industry inflation. There were a lot of things that happened, and this is the outcome of it. The price of the chemicals have really been inflated. And I apologize for this. You're going to see the charge reflected on your next monthly statement. And there's really not much I can do about it. And I hope you understand. And no one's complained about it. In fact, people were okay with it. They understand the prices are going up. Again, it's one of those things where I just explained to them and I was honest that, hey, I can't do anything about it. I don't set the prices. This is what I pay. This is what you're going to pay for the tablets now. You're going to get less of the product and pay more money. And really, if you're just honest about the situation, they'll be much more understanding rather than you just putting it on their bill and putting a you know huge charge for chemicals. To me, that's just kind of like 
not facing it and not having that conversation. And you can do this in an email or a text message, however you want to do it. You don't have to actually talk to them in person. I did all this through texting and emailing. It's, it's a little more comfortable for the customer. And that way you don't have to explain and spend five minutes on there talking about the industry inflation and all the things that went into it. And it's one of those things where you're honest about it. Hey, I can't control the cost. And unfortunately, you're going to have to pay this amount for these chemicals. So you can see how being honest and being transparent is something that you should kind of get used to doing. And that way you can develop that character. And it'll be easier each time you do it, whether you make a mistake out there or if you're trying to talk them into taking you on a service account and you have these parameters that they need to follow. Another one is adding water to the pool. This one here I have had to use a lot this year. And I'll tell the customer, uh, Mr. Jones, I've noticed that your pool has been low every week on water. And there's a couple problems with the low water. Number one is that you put the equipment in danger of actually running dry. And to replace the pump, because we really can't find a lot of the parts because of the shortages, and because of some new regulations, it's hard to find your particular motor. So I would have to replace the entire pump, which would be really expensive. So if you could add water and keep it at this level, and I always send them a photo of where the water's at with a red line indicating where the water should be. So they have a visual guide. If you can keep the water here, that would prevent equipment damage. Second, your pool is a lot messier when the water's low because the system isn't running correctly. It would really help me out if you were to add water. That way the pool is not quite as messy each week and I'm able to maintain the pool and clean it as I normally would if the water level was correct. And that's a good strategy because now you're not blaming them and they're not going to be like, hey, you know, there's an environmental problem because we're in a drought. You're just explaining to them why, how it affects you, how it affects the equipment. And I think using the equipment as kind of the number one problem really wakes them up to the fact that, yes, I'm saving a little bit of water here, but I could have a bill that's pretty extremely expensive because I let the water get too low. So you're kind of putting it back on them. And I think the last thing that you should be honest with, and this is a hard one because you're self-employed, no one's really watching what you do with the money or what you're reporting. But I think as an investor myself, I report everything I get on my taxes because it's important to have tax returns that reflect your true income. There's plenty of deductions out there that you can take to offset some of the income taxes you pay. You can do a lot of deductions with the mileage you drive, with the equipment and supplies you purchase. If you have rental properties like myself, you can deduct a lot of things with the rental properties. But I report everything. Because when you go to buy an investment, and if you're going to get a loan on that, they look at your IRS tax transcripts. These are the actual taxes that you submit to the IRS, and they have them in transcript form. And you can't make fake tax returns anymore because of that reason. And so if you're honest and you're reporting your income, this could mean a difference between getting a deal or getting your house that you wanted to buy or getting a rental property and not getting it because your debt-to-income ratio is extremely critical and even more critical now with the rising interest rates and going forward in the future with the cost of everything going up as far as mortgage underwriting and the points you pay for the mortgage. Having the income reported that's accurate is going to maybe get you that house that you've been wanting to buy for a long time versus your short $300 a month in income because you're under-reporting your income. Plus, you're going to sleep a lot better at night knowing that if you ever get audited by the IRS, 
you have all the paperwork, you have all the income, you have all your expenses, and you have everything that you're doing all there in black and white, and you're not fudging anything. So I've always done this, and mainly, I guess, because I'm an investor and I want to make sure that my income and my debt-to-income ratio is accurate and valid. And so I don't cheat, I don't fudge, I don't hide income. I report everything, and then I have my deductions, and I pay my fair share of taxes, believe believe me. I'm not happy sometimes the amount of money that I'm paying the government. However, I pay it, and I'm honest, because that's the best policy, especially as an investor, or if you're planning on investing in your first house, second house, or anything, reporting your true income is sometimes the difference between getting that deal and not getting that deal. So it's important to be honest when you're filing your paperwork, when you're doing your taxes, when you're reporting your income, that you do have all that documented and you're not letting thousands of dollars slip under the table because you don't want to pay taxes on that money that could come back to really hurt you in the end. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find them on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that and that'll take you to a list of podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app